This is James from the Gym Polycast. On this episode, I'm going to talk about the shooting in Texas, and specifically um, the talk about metal detectors. So metal detectors, in my opinion, are a lot like voter ID laws. On the surface, they seem like, you know, non-racist, uh, very normal ideas. Put in metal detectors in all the high schools and make people show IDs to vote just to prove they are who they are. Now, again, on the surface, these seem very routine. They seem pretty much common sense. And that's why Republicans, when uh, they're hit with criticism on these laws, always say things like, hey, what about voter ID laws are racist? What about voter ID laws are racist? They just repeat that question over and over again. Um, and a lot of people have a, uh, a similar issue when it comes to metal detectors. Well, what about metal detectors as racist? That doesn't make any sense. So uh, the state of Texas is actually a perfect example. Uh, there's large metropolitan areas, actually number four and number five in the country, if I remember right. Uh, DFW's number four. Uh, Houston Sugarland's number five. There's Austin, San Antonio, just very large metropolitan areas. And then there's just vast rural areas. It's the perfect place to illustrate how both metal detectors and voter ID laws are actually racist. So the main topic that we that I want to get into, obviously, is the, the metal detectors because of the shooting. Um, these metal detectors in many cases, are only placed in large schools where there's a significant amount or minority-majority schools. And it turns these schools into prisons. It makes kids feel uneasy. And it only seems to be applied to these large schools. Oftentimes, they're not applied to the smaller rural schools, which can have just the same chances of a mass shooting as, as a school inside the cities. So ultimately what happens is the more rural areas, which tend to be more white, don't suffer the same day-to-day -day unease because of the metal detectors. Here's the thing. There's ways to solve school shootings without metal detectors. They're an okay idea, but overall, um, especially in the instance of the of the shooter in, in uh, Arlington, Texas, uh, he was bullied from what I understand. There's probably going to be even more reports uh, that show what really happened and what led up to that shooting. Uh, this wasn't your, your uh, walks into a school and just shoots at anything that moves. This was a almost like a like a revenge kind of an angry striking back at the bully type of shooting, and that would have been solved better with some form of counseling, uh, anti-bullying, more resources. The state of Texas is thirty-fifth in education. I'm sure there's room for improvement in the Texas schools to make sure that bullying is, you know, taken care of or there's resources to combat bullying 
as well as resources to excel and get that rank up a little bit um, when it comes to academics. You know, this is an important thing to understand when you're talking about metal detectors. Because again, the, the, the overall concept doesn't seem racist, but oftentimes the implementation will be. And there's much better ways to solve these problems with more resources and better structure. And that said, with voter ID laws, are, are there it's a lot of the same thing. It makes sense to show your ID. And that in and of itself isn't racist. If you equitably uh, you know, disperse resources to make it easier and inexpensive for people to get their IDs. The state of Texas, it is insane to get your driver's license, which, you know, if you're going to go and get your ID, you're not going to go out of your way just to get your ID so you can vote. You're going to go get your driver's license if you're old enough to drive and you have the ability to operate a vehicle. Obviously, that's the easiest way to get an ID that's usable, right? So, um, to get one of those in the state of Texas is very costly. Uh, and it's not just the, 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 oh, it only costs so much to get the, the ID itself. It's what it takes to get there. In order to get a driver's license in Texas, you have to have a vehicle registered in the state, which means that you have to have a Texas insurance policy. And whoo, um, I pay a Texas insurance policy because I live in the state. Oh boy, that's that's pretty pricey for cars. I mean, the 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 risk pool in certain areas in Texas is crazy because uh, of the amount of accidents and stuff. Um, you also have to get a state inspection on your car, um, so it has to have it has to hit like smog and emissions ratings, and it has to hit sensors and make sure brakes are good, tires are good, that sort of stuff. Uh, no warning lights, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then you also have to pay for the tag and the little sticker. You only have to pay for the tag once, and after that it's just paying for the renewal sticker. Oof, that's a lot of money, okay? That is a lot of money to be shelling out. Now, a lot of people obviously are going to do that because they need to drive, but still, you know, if you're transitioning from the state, you know, moving to from anywhere to the state of Texas, you're just getting your driver's license or anything like that, uh, it makes it difficult to get your ID. And because of all of that red tape, because of all of that expense, that's when it becomes racist because it affects the uh, minority and poor communities at a higher rate. Couple that with the removal of a lot of state resources from larger metropolitan areas um, that make it you know, you, you have, you know, 14 to 15 um, license locations within Dallas-Fort Worth. I would think that there needs to be some more locations in an area that has about 7.5 million people in it. So that kind of red tape resource allocation makes voter ID laws racist um, because of how the resources are allocated and the red tape and the expense that you have to go through in order to vote. 
And it goes even further with voting still, um, because in Texas, it can be a felony if you, um, you know, break any of the voter laws. They're even working on laws now in the Texas Senate to strengthen penalties for voter fraud. So not only does it prevent people from voting because of all the red tape and the cost, but then, you know, people who may not necessarily want to vote get kind of scared out of it because, hey, why vote in the state? Because I can get in trouble by being wrong on my address or something when that's not even really that big of a deal. You know, maybe I didn't update my address when I moved or something. You know, people don't want to even deal with law enforcement just because they made a mistake on their voter registration. So that prevents people from voting. And overall, you get low voter turnout, which is a point. And when it comes to the metal detectors, which is a huge thing, the allocation becomes wrong. And it gives the kids in these schools the wrong idea about life. And they go down the wrong path in some cases. They, they have more of, a, more of a chance that way. Not saying that they all do, obviously. But seriously, if you deal with metal detectors like that every day, oof, I don't, I don't like that. That can, be, that can be pretty daunting. It can be intimidating for kids, too. You know, it's just... Is not a good sign. What are you trying to tell these kids? And if you're not going to apply that equally to every school in the state, you know, that trauma goes everywhere. It's enforced at every high school door in every high school in the state. Then, yeah, I can kind of see doing it. There are better ways, but at least you're doing it in an equal way. But it's never done that way. It's always used as a way to make these larger schools in these urban areas feel more like prisons, which usually affects minority students more because minority students live in urban areas at higher and denser rates. That's why you have to look below the surface when you're discussing the ideas of these metal detectors and voter ID laws. If you equally put out all the resources, sure, I guess, and you can kind of agree with them, but that's never how they're implemented. So keep that in mind as the discussion from the shooting in Arlington moves forward. Are metal detectors really the best way to go? And do we have a bias when we implement stuff like that? The answer is no. (laughs) They're not the best way to go. And yes, when it is implemented, we have a bias. And if it answers that way, that means I don't think we should be be putting out metal detectors. Because, again, what if somebody just runs through the metal detector? It, It beeps. Nobody's there to stop somebody. What good does it do? It's just a very easy solution to get resources to the school. And when it comes to the voter ID laws, you're going to pass them. Get resources to make it easier, lessen the red tape, stop making it so expensive, 
and maybe then we'll believe that it's not racist. Until then, it just seems like a new era poll tax. This is a longer episode, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to like the Jim Polycast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a good night.